on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 19 of the Culture Shock Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler Grant, and sitting across the table from me is... Cody Hager. The Culture Shock Podcast is a podcast where we talk about life, culture, and everything in between. And this week, we'll be talking about college. We'll be asking the question, how do you survive your first year of college? Freshman but year. first, Cody. Tyler. Who do we have with us today? On my left-hand side, we have... Woo, 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 woo. And in turn, you can talk. You can say something. You're allowed. I'm not usually allowed to talk here, so. That's true. My name's Will. I'm an incoming sophomore into Auburn. Just finished up my freshman year, and across from me is. Mary Pfeiffer. Can I just say how impressive that was of him just like transitioning it to Mary Pfeiffer? Like, he's got the podcast personality on him. We should probably fire me and hire him. It's my turn to talk. What's up, y'all? I'm Mary Pfeiffer. I am going to be a sophomore at Auburn as well. And really glad to be here. So yes, these are two of our interns within the student ministry, or previous interns, because Will's last day was today, Aww. and Mary Fiverr's last day was last week. But they're here with us. They so came sad. back so that we could record this podcast together. So we're really excited to dive into some college culture. But first, I have a question for y'all that has nothing to do with college. All right. Okay. Are you ready for it? Ready. It's for all of us. Let's go. Ooh. If you had to live in any movie or TV universe, what would it be? Mm. Any of them. Like, it, it could be to hang out with these certain characters or to experience this certain universe in this certain way. What universe would it be? Mm. Cody, start us off. I can start us off because this answer is so easy. Okay. Harry Potter. Okay. All right. Like, you could say Star Wars, but bad things always tend to happen <laughs> in Star Wars. I would not say Star Wars. <laughs> like, Everything wants to kill you. Exactly. Or you could say Marvel, but, like, people are invading every other week. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Anyway, so Harry Potter, you get a go to Hogwarts and it'd be awesome. Love it. Okay, yeah. I'll go next. Yes, get it, Mary Fire. Are you done? Yes. Um, I <laughs> would, <laughs> this is so cheesy, but I would want to go live in Narnia with all my friends. Aslan, mm. that's my fave. Mm. I, I wasn't expecting that answer. No. I like it. Yeah, good. Okay. Well, little side plug here since Cody shot down a couple of my other ideas. We're going to go sorry. with the I Am Number Four universe. If you've not read those books, that's a fantastic one. Go ahead and plug that in there. Wow. Throwing it back. I love it. Yeah. Tyler? Probably The Office. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the current universe? <laughs> the OCU. The Office in a universe. No, like... You would fit in perfectly there. It would be, per- be great. It would, that's you. Mm-hmm. Who, who would I be in The Office, Mary Pfeiffer? Mm-hmm. All right, let's all say it on three. One, two, three. Kevin. <laughs> Man. Sorry. Take some, uh, some jabs at me. I thought Michael, but then I also thought Dwight. Okay. Just because you're goofy. I am goofy. Hey, at least it wasn't Toby. I know. Yeah. Toby it could sucks. Be Which, side note, Dylan, who was just on the podcast last week, is an HR exec at his work. So he's basically Toby yeah. in real life. That's Ooh. terrible. Mm-hmm. What a terrible thing. We all thing. know it's Toby, though. I know. Come on. I know. Thank God it's not me. Um, but before <laughs> before we get into the discussion today, we just wanted to say, hey, if you want to go give us five stars on iTunes, go give us a subscription, or give us a review. We will read it on the podcast later on. Cody, we have two reviews to read today. Yeah, we were supposed to read them last week. We were way behind on these. We did Oof. not. Yeah. Oof. Sorry, We y'all. can actually... Would y'all want to read the reviews later? You can read one Mary Pfeiffer. Will you can read the other? That's, That's perfect. Like okay, we'll we'll do that when we get to it later okay. on. But if you go leave us a review on the iTunes store on Apple Podcast, we will read it on the podcast. Or check us out on Instagram as well at where Cody. What's our Instagram handle? I don't know. Culture Shock Podcast at gmail.com. That's the only one I know. We we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're really bad about plugging ourselves. Yeah, we're so. really bad. Just, just search Culture Shock Podcast, and we'll be there. We'll be there somewhere. So today we are diving into college. We're going to be asking, "What is it like to survive your first year, your freshman year of college?" And just talking about the differences between different colleges, different high schools, to college, Christian college versus secular college. So, first to get started. What college do y'all go to? Auburn. University. Ooh. On the plains. Mm. Or Eagle. What do you love about Auburn? Feels <laughs> <That was> good. <laughs> <laughs> um, Auburn is close to home. And it's just, it's like, I don't know, it's just in the best, the sweetest little city, the best place in the world. What city is it in? It's in Auburn, Alabama. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, if you want to check it out ever. Um, campus is beautiful. Um, and really, it, like, just the people there are awesome. They're so nice, most of them. Um, <laughs> people I've interacted with have been incredibly kind, and, like, 
I don't know. It it's big, but it doesn't seem too big, and it's just a really good, good place. What it do does have a will? good small town. Yes, feel. it's got a small town vibe, but also it's a huge university. Even um, if you don't love Auburn, it's a town that you can just kind of fall in love with yes, by going there. Exactly. Cody, have you been through Auburn or been to Auburn ever? I have been to the Firehouse Subs off the interstate Great. in Auburn. That's Great. a good one. Yeah, and I probably, really enjoyed it. You should Perfect. go to Tumors. Tumors next, okay? Tumors, like Tumors the, Corner. The trees and stuff. Tumors Corner. Yeah. Easy. That's where, but that's where all of the I've good Auburn stuff is. I've never had Tumors Lemonade. Are you serious? Yeah. I, I know some Auburn students that haven't had it, and I think that's terrible. I know, right? It's delicious. Will, so two questions: Have you ever had Tumors Lemonade? I have had Tumors Lemonade. It is, it is, it is good. It is, it is worth having. It is an experience. One time, I asked them what their secret recipe was. What'd they say? They didn't tell me. Oh. They're like, "It's a secret," and I was like, "That was a stupid question." <laughs> so involve lemons? Yes. Okay. Probably involves lemons and sugar. What do you love about Auburn? Auburn, while it is a smaller town the campus is actually pretty easy to get diversified in everybody's pretty much allowed to like chase your passions which is a great thing little key don't chase your passions too much that can make you a little weird so like keep that diversity in there like, <laughs> have, you, but not too much. <laughs> you is good all of you maybe not so like <laughs> diversify yourself advice to live by he's really not wrong Auburn, Auburn truly though is kind of a bubble um it's like everybody's really different but also really the same yeah. you know it's really interesting I'd agree with that it's an interesting uh it's a metaphor for life, yeah. too. Yeah, so yeah. We're all different, but we're all really the same deep down, aren't yeah. we? Yeah, deep down. Mm-hmm. Mm, bubble. Some, yeah. The bubble of humanity. All right, so <laughs> talk a little bit about your transition from high school to college, because y'all are both going to be sophomores this year, so you just finished your freshman year. Not too far removed out of high school, but talk about that transition, how it's different, how it's the same. Go. So coming from uh, – both of us come from a smaller high school, so that's definitely a shock first thing is just like – walking around campus and wow you don't know everybody uh that's a new feel but I mean kind of expect that so the biggest thing walking in is that kind of diversity piece of it of where you could go and everybody starts to like kind of become themselves so like people who like might have wanted to do certain things in high school but like didn't really chase after it actually get to chase after it a little bit in college so it's kind of cool to see like what things you actually care about versus like kind of what things were kind of like forced upon you back in high school yeah, um, it's definitely interesting because we also both went to small private Christian schools. Um, very different than Auburn. Very, very <laughs> different than Auburn University. Um, yeah, just coming from knowing every person's whole life to meeting people and like knowing them for a month and still not knowing who their parents are or like <laughs> where their house is or anything about them. It's definitely interesting. And like you're like we're still learning things about our friends, like we would, that we would call our best friends, like. We don't know. It's it's definitely interesting, but um, I love it. It's a new dynamic. It yeah. is. Cody, do you remember the transition from high school to college? Vividly. We, that was eight years ago. That was a long time ago. We're dating yeah. ourselves. And it's, it's interesting because we both went to public high schools, mm-hmm. and then we both went to a private Christian college. Yeah, backwards from you guys. And then yeah. you two went private Christian high school <laughs> to a public college in Auburn. So we'll hear some differing opinions mm-hmm. with some stuff, but mm-hmm. some stuff's still going to be the same throughout the two. Next question. Is college preparing you for real life? Is college preparing me for real life? There's no way you can know this right now. I don't know what real life is like. (laughs) Maybe ask me again in three years. But um, I, I, I believe, like, I do believe Auburn is a bubble. And, like, you're either going to, like, go off and be something huge or you're going to, like, stay in the bubble. Or do something in between. I don't know. But but it's... It's a very... So all possibilities are open. <laughs> Nothing is off the table. Nothing is off the table. You can do anything from here. But just don't be here. too passionate. Is yeah. Will said, yeah, Will said don't be too passionate. Yeah. But it's kind of cool. Like, you could go anywhere from here. You know? We can, we can do anything. We can... I don't know. And it's definitely, you know... I'm a, definitely a planner of my life. And, like, I, like, know what I want to do. And, like, what, like when certain I want certain events to happen in my life and all this stuff. And um, so I, I think that college is preparing me, but also at the same time I think I'm going to be shocked by, like, things that happen that, like, take me off my plan, you know? Okay. Yeah. Like, I think I'll, like, I think I'm learning a lot about life experiences and, and 
things like that and like who I want to be but also like I mean real life is real life and like college is never going to be completely that it's true college is very from from my experience isolated from real life Mm -hmm. did you feel that same way I did. I'm, I'm curious to hear what Will thinks first, and I'm going to give my answer. Okay, yes. Yeah. I'm a little different than Mary Pfeiffer. I am less of a planner. I kind of like taking things as they go. And so I would kind of argue <laughs> <Yep>. that, like, <laughs> I kind of argue that it is preparing me pretty well for real life in that, like, it's pretty easy to screw up in college, and I feel like that's kind of similar for real life as well. And it's a lot easier to get off on the wrong track. So, like, if you stay on the right track in college, I feel like it pretty well prepares you for real life because, I mean... Some of those uh, some of those issues are going to reoccur in real in the real world, but probably to a lesser extent than they were in college. Uh, I would argue that the educational piece is probably the least practical for the real world. Mm-hmm. Definitely, I'd say the social dynamic prepares you really yeah. well. That's I, I I would agree with that. I want to hear Cody's opinion, then I was going to play off that as well. Well, yeah, I'm, I was going to answer both those questions. Different from high school to college, like you said, we both went to public high schools, but where I came from, similar I guess to you, Tower. Um, was a pretty small public school. So the social aspect of it was I knew everybody's family. I knew I could drive up in the parking lot and tell you who was at school that day and who wasn't mm-hmm. by the car in the parking lot. We graduated with almost 300 kids, but still, like, yeah. you knew everybody and grew up with them. Um, and then college is definitely like, I remember that first day, first night, like crying myself to sleep, in all honesty. Legit? Yeah. Really? That's so <laughs> yeah, because of just the way I was coming yeah. out of a small small town. I didn't know a single soul there. Yeah. Like, you were rooming with Mason. Mason, so I knew somebody. That did help so much It really me. did, because I, I, Blake wasn't even there that first night, so I literally was in a was I there by myself. Mm. Yeah, you were there. But I, I didn't know you then. No, I mean. like, I was in my bed asleep. Yeah. Not asleep, obviously, but, yeah, regardless, it I'm was a big transition. <laughs> it's okay. I turned out fine. He made it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it, it was important. He found me. <laughs> and my wife. <laughs> but it was important for me to have that moment of, you know, the world is bigger than what you think it is. Yeah. And then as you grow up, you just make the world smaller a little bit. Yeah. Um, but college preparing you for real life, uh, no. But its role shouldn't be to prepare you for real life. Its role should be to prepare you for how to think in real life and how to mm. interact. Yes. I always heard that high school teaches you some of the things you should know. College teaches you how to think. And then post-grad thinks you this, tells you the stuff that you need to actually know to make it in real life. So mm-hmm. you probably need all three if you want to be super successful. But regardless, college does teach you how to think and how to mm-hmm. interact with people and how yeah. to walk up to somebody you don't know and say, hey, you want to go study together? Let's go grab a coffee. Yeah. You know, whatever. So. It prepares you in that way. It also prepares you, like, in a way financially. It teaches you how to manage money a little bit through, like... Depending on who you are. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, you learn about, like, rent. And you learn about, like, electrical bills. Mm-hmm. And, like, getting your own internet. And all these kinds of things. And, yeah. I don't know. It prepares you in different ways. Some people do, though. Some people don't. Some people <laughs> just have their parents... Piper's making, like, a straight face. Like, fill up their Range Rover. So well, I had to, to, well, I had to learn that the hard way. Mm. What way? That how like my managing my money. Yeah, I was bad at it. How so? Really bad. How at so? It. My mom gave my parents gave me the sum of money at the beginning of my first semester and Undisclosed. said, "You need to budget this <laughs> so that you can make it through the year." Did I budget it? No, absolutely not. Yeah, I was like, "Whoa, money!" So then I had to get a job over Christmas because I was that broke. <laughs> That's why she worked at the church this summer. <laughs> it all makes sense. It all makes sense. I'm sure you earned enough to make the whole year. Yes, but I, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, that is something that I am hopefully going to learn here in the next year. Love it. Or two. My come to Jesus meeting came with a harsh reality of that if you still have a week before you are able to earn any more money, and you have $35 to live the rest of the week on, mm. Little Caesars sells pizzas for $5. Yeah, so you and, can stretch those bad you, boys out. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> absolutely can. So if you buy seven pizzas with $35, equivalent to about one pizza a day, it will last you. Yeah. You may not enjoy it, but it will make it. Uh, it'll do it. Yeah, not enjoying it, that but making so it. Sad. That's a theme for a while. Did you ever become reliant on ramen noodles in college? I hate ramen noodles, and I have never eaten them in my college Unpopular career. Unpopular opinion, I love ramen noodles. They're, oh, she's one of those. I, I love it. them. I love I, them. I bought a pack my first week because I'm like, I'm in college. I have to buy ramen noodles. Never again. No. But I can be, I can be completely, like, I did I did not buy ramen noodles one time through like, my whole. You can buy, how much are ramen freshman noodles? Year. Like 30 cents a pack. They're 20 cents. Sorry. For one? <laughs> it, for one pack. And oh, then how go many? buy them in bulk and they're like 
eight cents a pack. It's ridiculous. Guys, that's not real food. It's not. There's there's it nothing isn't. good. Go buy some bananas, some apples, and some peanut butter, and you'll be that's just what I as need. good. Yeah, you do need <laughs> yeah, that. Tyler, You're alive. Tyler, you Tyler. do. <laughs> I've had some stomach issues in the past few let's weeks. Let's talk about that for the next ten minutes. <laughs> How about not? <laughs> nope. How about instead let's talk about more of the social dynamic in college. So both of you are part of fraternities and sororities. Neither of us were in a frat because we didn't have them at least. We had Greek clubs. <laughs> Greek club? Greek club. I love it. <laughs> yes. So they thought they were, I'm not going to get into it, just in case somebody from Lee who was in one gets on here. But talk <laughs> about that a little bit, then we'll talk more about the social aspect of college because I think that is the most important part of college. Start us off. And the Greek scene is about a 180 from a small Christian private school. I could imagine. <laughs> you want to talk about that is the opposite side of the coin there. Uh, I've always kind of lived by, like, life's kind of what you make it. Uh, so, so let's make it rock. <laughs> so let's make it rock. Let's make it rock. So it's my girl. Walking into, walking into the Greek, uh, Greek life. It definitely is a little different, and you kind of got to make it your own. Like, you can't really get that sucked up into it. Like, if all of a sudden your identity is, I'm going to be the biggest frat star God ever made, then I got news for you. Uh, around junior year, your life's about to hit, like, a hard rock bottom, and it might be faster than that. So, I don't know. Greek life is a it's an interesting thing to traverse. Yeah, for sure. I, I know, like... Especially like at a big school, it is a. I I think it is a good thing um, to make it smaller to meet people, and to like enjoy having friends and like being a part of a organization that like keeps you accountable with grades and all of this stuff. But uh-huh. um, <laughs> uh-huh. um, she's giving a very political answer right now. Yes. No, but but also had nothing but positive effects on my grades. <laughs> Okay, it's had positive effects on my grades, but it's um, just a study group. It's a study group. This is what it is. No, <laughs> but um, it's definitely it's definitely easy to get your identity wrapped up in it, um, and it's it's something you have to balance. You have to keep a balance between what's like how how high of a priority you're going to make it in your college career because school is important. Which I mean, it does help with school, but like I don't know it. But it for with the social part, like it it definitely. I think as a freshman, like, it was a good thing for me to meet people. But at the same time, like, you can't get swept away in it. And it's, it's kind of a unique feel at Auburn because the biggest difference between fraternities and sororities is that sororities don't have houses. We don't have Auburn. houses. We have chapter rooms. Which, that's a big deal because at a fraternity, really? like, you're... Really? Yeah. No, I know you didn't have houses. No, we don't have houses. Our, our, somebody, some lady a long time ago said that Auburn sororities will not have houses, so we do not have houses. Interesting. Wow, and that's and that's interesting because it, our dues are way lower than some though. That yeah. is true. Our I dues are not as high. That's true. But the fraternities at Auburn, they're big on making sure like you're around the house and everything. So like your time is more yeah. involved in fraternity than I would argue a sorority. I mean, I, I, I could be wrong. But no, you're not wrong. Yeah. So that I, is, that's an interesting to. little Auburn uh, tidbit quirk there. Yeah, we don't have houses. Um, we have like halls um, in like dorms. So, a few questions about this. What was your motivation about going in? Why did you want to become a frat? Become a frat? Become fraternized. Yes, why did you you want to enter into Greek life? Yes, thank you, Will. Man, you're looking at me like eyes like, man, you were struggling right now. I just butchered that word, but it's okay. So, why? Um, Okay, mine was interesting. Uh, So the whole Greek process for guys starts, I don't know, like in really around May, just whenever you end school. And I never really made the decision that I was going to join a fraternity until like late July. And so I just kind of walked up and said, like, I don't want a fraternity to be a huge part of my life. But like one of my close friends was in one and he wanted me to come check it out. And I went and checked it out. and I said, "Eh, this will work. This will be fun. And so I joined one. That's kind of the go-with-the-flow mentality that we had going on there at the time. So it's definitely had some interesting outcomes. Let's see how the planner has see, it. See, com- for <laughs> me, <laughs> um, I knew, I've known I've wanted to go to Auburn my whole life. I mean, there were a few times in there where I thought I was going to go somewhere else, but mostly knew I was going to go to Auburn. And so I had been planning being an Auburn sorority girl since I was in eighth grade. Mm, War Eagle. Truly. War Eagle to that. And so um, I just knew, like – it was a thing to do. Um, I wanted to take cute pictures and be, you know, eighth grade me wanted to take cute pictures and be, like, in a sorority with, like, letters and stuff. But um, Clout chaser. Yeah, 
basically. But no. <laughs> but um, mostly, like, as I grew up, I realized, like, I'm just, I'm doing this, like, find, like, friends, basically. Yeah. To, like, make Auburn smaller because yeah. it's so big. And, like, you have to be so, like, go get them. You know, if you're not going to try to make it smaller for yourself. What's what is the student count at Auburn right now? Do y'all know off the top of your head? No. Is it twenty eight student count? Yeah, twenty eight thousand. No, it's bigger than that. It's, I think it's up to thirty two. Wow. I'll, I'll say it's up to thirty two. Okay. Because so I know Alabama's around forty. We, we Cody and I went to a college of five thousand. So I think they were close to six when close we graduated. And I think it's getting closer to seven eight right now. So yeah. Lee is growing <coughs> exponentially, but it's still nothing compared to Auburn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and that's a big thing. I mean, like it. Greek life is kind of different everywhere, uh, but definitely walking into SEC Greek life yeah. in specific, like SEC kind of touts itself as the biggest Greek life perpetuator. So you walk into Greek life at F- SEC, and that, that's the real deal. It is. Yeah. It's 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 all real. <laughs> it's <laughs> all, all I gotta say. All of it. <laughs> it's all real. Yeah, and that compared real to life. where we went to school, and Greek life was. <clears throat> Once again, we don't want to offend anybody, but a little bit of a joke, and even yes. they would admit to that because it wasn't like you were at Alabama or Tennessee or something and, mm-hmm. and really rushing. Like you were at Lee University. Calm down about your Greek life, like. But they would like. <laughs> I mean, we'd have like so our Greek clubs had letters and they like pi kappa yeah. pi delta yeah. zeta tau like these things, but they weren't actual fraternities. Okay. It was just Lee centered things. Yeah. Okay. It was one. That came in in TKO. Yeah, really. TKO. They, they were they're national, right? I think they're not at Auburn. <laughs> well, regardless, they were outside of just Lee. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. My yeah. understanding. So, but we didn't even have like big like, bucks or anything. So it was just all like okay. Greek clubs. Um, but they would still go through like hazing and different stuff like that. So interesting. I know, right? No, I don't want to get into all your hazing stuff because you probably can't talk about it because um, <laughs> your fraternity will kill you. I don't really know how that works. Actually, out. we just discontinued almost all of our hazing. We hazing. I will say, get into that a little bit. Hazing is almost gone at uh, fraternities. That has really been backed down by universities. Wow. So there are a yes. lot of universities out there that like hazing is like not really a thing anymore. So your dad's old stories about getting abused. That's that's different today. That's probably a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> I would think so. So you don't, you don't have a paddle, or do you have a paddle? No comment. <laughs> I'm here so I don't get fined. <laughs> so playing, <laughs> playing on top of the social aspect, I want to talk a little bit about game day, which is a big aspect of college life. So first, did you have to wear the full suit as a pledge to go to the games, Will. Oh, absolutely. And it was How bad was it? Oh, it, it was it was bad. Okay. So coming from somebody who is a natural born sweater, this was <laughs> one, he's sweating right now. This, <laughs> this is this was one of the toughest things we had to do. Like I could take just about anything, but man was it hot. Like so <laughs> you talk about hundred degree heat and all of a sudden you're in two, three layers of clothes. Mm. It's it's rough. That is so sad. I, I remember going to like there was an Arkansas game one year, and it was probably 100 degrees. Like It was, it just rained, so it was stupid humid. And I just see mm. these fraternity guys just just Dripping. dying. Yeah. And you have to get out there so early to save the it's block seating, right? terrible. Oh, absolutely. This is an all-day event. So, like, normal, normal game day starts no matter what time the game is. You're probably at the fraternity house around 6 a.m. Mm. And you probably get to go home around midnight. And I'm glad I'm not a pledge. <laughs> so, you, y'all don't have, like, a pledge ship with... No. No. <laughs> no. See, the difference between pledge ship and being a new member is <laughs> they get showered with other things. We get showered with love and affection <laughs> from the current members. I mean, you know, we do experience things like having to go last in the food line and all of that. But and life is hard. Life is, life is, life is hard as a new member. Have but, you reported your hazing yet? Mm, I'm going no. to report it right now. No. I'm sending this to Auburn no. right now. It's rough. Yeah. Rough life. So game day. Game day. Pfeiffer, what do you think about game day at Auburn? Okay, game day at Auburn is so much fun. Um, I'm I don't have to wear a suit or anything. Um, I can dress according to the weather, but um, yeah, it's just so much fun and I love it. And sometimes Alabama is really hot, and so that can be miserable. But like, yeah. you kind of forget about it when you're in the game. No, you don't. You don't. <laughs> I just well, because my favorite thing to do is be around people, and so when I'm around, like all these people around me, just get, going cray cray and being hype, and it just fuels me up. It's super fun. It's so fun, so fun. Cody, describe game daily. Well, most of the time, you found out about it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, we played. Oh, our women won national championship in soccer. What for the seventh time in a row? Cool. Yeah, no, right. We, we went yeah. to like. 
Good job. I never went to a basketball game. I went to one. Yeah. Th- those were fun. I mean, the gym is about the size of this room we're recording <laughs> in, but other than that, like, no, it was it was pretty neat, but it was nothing like Auburn. Like, this is super... That was one thing I really missed about um, just college experience, especially yeah. because, uh, you know, grew up liking SEC teams, or I grew up right beside Clemson, yeah. so I've been to Death oh, Valley, yeah. like, when it's hopping, and there's nothing That's like it. And that. I mentioned it last yeah. week on the podcast. I started dating Elizabeth in junior year, so that's whenever I started going to Auburn for games. And it's just so different. Yeah. The closest thing we had to that experience was dorm wars. Do you remember that? <laughs> that yeah. Every single dorm would come together in the gym, and we'd partake in like these like games and stuff. And our dorm won it one year, so we stormed the court. And it was like that this, was our freshman year, and yeah. we freaked out. And it's a big deal, but that was the closest we had to like a game day type atmosphere. Wow. And it was one day out of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know my next door neighbors. Yeah. In my dorm. Really. Really? I want to transition a little bit to like secular college versus Christian college and like the differences between those two. And like we'll talk through it a little bit. But one thing was the community that we had on our floor that was almost forced upon us. Yes. Which is fine. (laughs) But But it really was great that first year. We had 32 guys who like we had a Bible study every Thursday night. I think so. It wasn't mandatory, so but cool. most of us were coming together to it. It would end up being like two hours half the time. Yeah, and we, we would just get and going. we formed this really cool community out of all of us. Like some of us stay together throughout everything. Like Cody and I are still together through that. We have a few other friends. Kind of. Um, yeah, I know, right? We don't like each other. But freshman year, we were so tight with that group of guys, and it was kind of forced upon us, but it happened that way. For y'all, like your dorm is there for you to just live. Yeah. Right, I mean. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's actually interesting because Auburn, if you grow up in-state and you're a guy, you're probably not living on campus first year. You do not have to live on campus at all during your Auburn experience, which that's something that's a little unique about Auburn just because they don't have the housing for it. So mm-hmm. that's automatically kind of a different take because yeah. like you, you're not going to have community when you live off campus. Like It's going to be you and whoever you're living with. So that's and a little different. I lived in a dorm. I did do dorm life. and um, Shoebox. My shoebox. I love my shoebox, though. R.I.P. Dowdle 304. Anyways, um, but Dowdle? that was the name of my dorm. Dowdle. We were in battle. 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 Battle O'Bannon. Battle O'Bannon. Letitia Dowdle. We were in battle O'Bannon. We were in battle. Okay, I remember. Yeah. Well, anyways, before, before. our RAs would try to put on events before for soon. us once a week, or I mean once a month. And nobody would go. Like we, like we didn't want to. We didn't oh. want anything to do with each other. Oh. Like it was, it was kind of sad. Like I was, you know, part of me was like, oh, maybe I should go. And then I was like, I'm not gonna go sit with my awkward RA. And like, our RA was one of the coolest guys ever. Really? His name was oh, John Crawford. Yeah. Mm. Um, he was like not just an RA, but he was like a spiritual leader for us. Our very was it first or second night. Second. Second night in the dorm. First night I cried. Second night. <laughs> we went cliff jumping. The same night we were hanging out, and John's like, hey, let's go midnight cliff jumping. So we go up to these cliffs like 45 minutes down the road, turn off all lights, and he's like, all right, just jump. So we trust this dude, and we jump 30 feet off a rock into a dark body of water. And then we come up together, have worship around this campfire, and it was just this cool bonding moment from our dorm. It was yeah, the craziest. Wild. Like, I've never done any. I jumped off cliffs and, like, you know, it was just stupid stuff like that. But when it's dark like that, yeah, you people, really have to trust him. Like, with people you don't know. There. Like, yeah. we just formed this immediate connection with our group because we would do these types of events together. Yeah. Like, crazy, stupid stuff. And we would end up doing dorm events, too, with, like, other girls' dorms, which yeah. was kind of a weird thing at Lee, too. But regardless, you would go with one of the different floors from one of the other buildings. Because we, together, we couldn't like, have girls in our stuff. dorms. Like, there was a gathering area, but not in the dorm. Yeah. So we'd have open dorm once a Year. Year. <laughs> yes. So once you a go year. To inside the girls' dorms. The closest thing I had to community with my dorm is one night my RAs were trying to put on an event and it was said they said if you bring your resume for us to look over and like help you with, we'll give you a piece of pizza. Ooh. And you know, nobody <laughs> Can I do that now? no yeah, I know. Nobody was showing up, nobody was going, and it was raining really hard outside, like so nobody wanted to go get food. So we were all like up in our rooms and starving. But nobody would go downstairs because we didn't want to interact with each other or with our RAs. And so finally, they just got so mad. They were like, okay, fine, free pizza downstairs. And that was when I realized that half the people that lived in my dorm lived there because yeah. I had never seen them until yeah. free pizza was in the lobby or whatever. To be fair, I kind of feel like, and y'all can tell me if I'm wrong, like uh, college like Lee has a very specific type atmosphere, and so mm-hmm. it's going to attract kind of similar people. Yes. Whereas like, <laughs> Auburn doesn't really have like a defined atmosphere, so you kind of get like a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. which so like in a dorm scenario, you're going to be with like 
a whole bunch of different types of folks. That's so true. Yeah, true, true. I, that's probably true because yeah. even at Lee, like if you weren't part of that, like you grew up probably a Christian. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you had probably. some probably. But if you weren't part of that, you ended up getting weeded out. Like it yeah. was a pretty big dropout. Yeah, you can tell for rate. You could tell who the athletes were who were there on scholarship, and like because they were very different. They yeah. they were yeah, just a different attitude and, and um yeah. But it is very unique though because I wanted to talk about the party scene just a little bit. Because at Auburn, we know there's a party scene. Mm-hmm. Like, duh, it's a SEC school. Duh. There's a big party scene. Yeah. Like, how? Like, just talk about the prevalence within it. Uh, so yeah, that's all true. Um, <laughs> has anybody watched like Animal House? Yes. Like any of those old style fraternity movies? Yeah, they're pretty dead on. Like <laughs> for real. Yeah, like I'm not gonna lie, like. It's all, it's all it's all pretty true, and it like depends on where you're at. Like every fraternity kind of has a little different feel to it, um, but they're all pretty much the same. Like the party scene's legit. Um, it is not your high school party. Um, any party that you could go to in high school, picture like multiply that by like a thousand because this is an organized party that 150 people are paying annual dues to help. Fund 150 for. dudes. Yeah, 150 dudes paying yeah. dues for that. Yeah. So that's a, that's it's gonna be a whole lot of money, which is gonna be a whole lot of party, and yeah, it it gets it gets a little wild. See, like at Lee, we didn't they didn't have organized parties within the frats because that would be really bad because they were they were down. service clubs through Greek, but the party scene was just as prevalent. It was just people didn't talk. It was about like it. underground. It was very underground. Yeah. Well, kind of. <laughs> there were some people who were tried to be rebels about it. Like, oh yeah, well we went to party here, blah blah blah. We had some weird things happen. <laughs> just I don't even. Know. Should we get into it? No, we're story? gonna <laughs> leave that in the past. <laughs> it really wasn't anything bad. But it was just like that's people what we, we did. Knew the people we knew, like yeah, in our house while we weren't there. Fun stuff. We won't get into that. Yeah, right we now. got called into the dean's office. Uh, <laughs> yeah, legit. Okay, so there was a, a huge party that happened at our house. It wasn't when Cody and I were living together off campus. It was an on-campus house, but they had like. 40 people at this little bitty house. Was that that first semester when we were all there? Yeah. Oh. Okay. It may have been second. I thought it was second semester because I wasn't living there at the time. But they, they they figured out that a party had been thrown there, and they brought all of us, Cody wasn't living there then, into this dean's office, and they're like, hey, like, Tyler's here, but he literally was not here for any of this, so don't let him get in trouble He didn't for even it. know about it. I yeah. was like, what, am I, what the heck is even happening now? Yeah. So that, uh, was, that was super fun. Fun time. Yeah, so transitioning that to something 180 degrees from that – how do you maintain your faith in college? What was the answer you told me when I asked you off off mic? I don't remember. Don't go to college. Don't go to college. <laughs> oh, I said don't go to college. Yeah, um, yeah. It's definitely um, it's definitely difficult, and I do have to thank my roots for you know the mm-hmm. foundation that I had um, going into college. Um, but you have to search out community yeah like y'all were placed in community and like you definitely had to search it out but like that y'all were all similar similar Mm -hmm. minded and like I would talk to people in class that I thought were normal and then they would end up being like Hindu or something you know Mm -hmm. like or like I thought they would be like Christian like person um but like um it's definitely something you have to prioritize and like make sure that you um that you feed into because if you if you just go to church on Sunday and then like forget about it for the rest of the week like you're gonna fall into things that like you wouldn't want to yeah necessarily and so like you have to just keep feeding it and like find people that are like minded yeah. as you um, yeah. and that can push you and encourage you keep you accountable love it on love. A, on a more like what you can personally do level I mean my mindset had to change because first semester I kind of walked into it of like yeah I got this this won't be a big deal like you know go with the flow attitude and then by second semester I realized like you've got to approach it from the mindset that you have to pretend you are a missionary in Mm -hmm. a foreign world that does not know God Mm -hmm. like and then on Sundays and it's some Christian events you can kind of let that down and like just enjoy community and worship and everything Mm -hmm. together but otherwise especially in like a Greek scene you really do you have to pretend you're a missionary because like Mm -hmm. to be fair I think if Jesus would have walked the earth today and not when he did the first place where he could have started ministry might would have been a fraternity house (laughs) 
Like, you want to talk about dining with the sinners? We have we have lunch. We have we have lunch together. Jesus could have come and sat, and that, that would have been be that verse. Interesting. Like, would that be the equivalent of him like dining with Matthew and the tax collectors, or would like? What do you think? Yes. I don't know about the tax collectors, but with some of the other people, yeah. <laughs> Some of them yeah. Sinners. yeah, the the do not list in the Bible is the weekly checklist for a fraternity. <laughs> so it's 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 different. You you truly have to act like you are in a hostile mission field. And not that like you don't let your guard down to people, but just like you've got to like keep yourself protected. You can't let values of others slip into That's your values. True. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I love it. I, I love what Fiverr said you t- what you said about seeking out community. Mm-hmm. With Cody and I was placed in our laps. But mm-hmm. like for for you and for anybody who's listening who's going into college soon, like you have to be adamant about mm-hmm. going and finding community. And that's yeah. honestly any time after you leave your bubble of high school. Mm-hmm. Like whenever you go to the real world and if you want to contain that, maintain that faith, like, you have to go seek it out. Mm-hmm. That's what Elizabeth and I had to learn after we graduated college is like community doesn't just happen. Life change needs to happen together and you have to go seek it out. Yes. It's going to be harder. And yes. even uh, I think we were blessed with the, just the not chance but God-given, you know, group that we had that mm-hmm. it was so easy for all of us to click because I mean there weren't many other floors many other groups like that exactly. that held together for a long time it, like, even other dorms would look at our floor and be like man they're like they're yeah. tight it's it's different which now we're not but it was still like that was such a formative year and you had to have yeah. something to hold on mm-hmm. to you know no matter how good your grades were or anything like that you had to hold on to something agreed and yeah we had our friends I said two more questions about college and then we'll close it out today is college the best four to six? <laughs> Gotta have that double out. Double years of your out. life. Yep. Do you think it's the best four years of your life? Y'all only have been there once, Cody. We've we've experienced the four. Mm-hmm. What do y'all think? I would argue yes, but not for your traditional reasons. I would say it's gonna be the best four. Hopefully, I hope not six. Well, I'm, I'm looking at med school in the future, so we're going to go four to eight. Four um, to, to ten. To, 12. to ten to twelve. But like, still, we'll, we'll even see, when you get to like grad school and med school, that's like that's it's college, but it's not like the traditional yeah. four-year undergrad. Yeah. 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 So uh, I would say college probably will be the best years of my life. Uh, not for like the fun reasons, but for more like you were saying the formative reasons. Because like yeah. first year really was kind of like a gut punch and like how much – that my like faith has developed since then is incredible but just kind of like where my values align as a person have been very defined after first year because after your freshman year like it's understandable if you walk in freshman year and you don't have what you value figured out but you better have it figured out by the time you finish freshman year because you got three more rounds to go and if you don't know kind of where you sit it's going to be it's going to be hard to make it but like if you've got what you value and you've got it defined for you, then, I mean, I think it's a fantastic opportunity to, like, grow as a person, impact others. Like, I, it is the best mission field I think you can be in as a human. Piper, best four to six years of your life? Well, I agree with everything Will said. Um, <laughs> all of it. Retweet. Every word. <laughs> Retweet. Um, yeah, but, I mean, I don't know. I think college literally, like, I had the same thought as well when you asked this question. It's, like, the best formative years of your life. Like, Mm -hmm. you learn so much about yourself. Like, I've learned so much about me in this first year than I've ever known about me. Yeah. And and I've learned so much about God and and what he wants for us as Christians um, in, like, community and in how, like, we see him and everything. And, like, I think that it does have potential to be the best four years of your life in that you're – working to like live for Jesus in okay. him. Like yeah. I think that college can like wreck you and leave you like oh oh no like I've, what is my life and like everything but I think also like it can definitely usher you into like a like a good point in life but like I don't know. I, I do think it could be the best four years, four years of my life. If you don't rethink your I don't, life at least ten times freshman year, yeah. you're not challenging yourself enough. Yeah. Like, you should ask yourself multiple times, like, what like what am I doing? Who am because, I? Yeah, because you hit, you hit it. What is my name? Times. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you, it's hard, definitely. Um, what are the best four years of your life? I don't know. I don't know. It's, yeah. They were the most free years of my life. That's what I was okay. thinking. Now that I've... Grown up a little bit, and, you know, we have responsibilities. Those are the times where you can take risks 
mm-hmm. and you can fail, yeah. and you're okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, right now, if I fail, it's not okay. Exactly. Yeah. Two tied down men here. <laughs> In a good way. Like, I oh, wouldn't. Yeah, I, wrong. It's so interesting because, like, I wouldn't trade having a wife and a baby for the world, but I'm so much more tied down to that. I have so much more responsibility. In college, we could say, That's hey, so we're driving to Colorado tonight. And we did it. <laughs> well, yeah. But we had that opportunity. We had that freedom. And I'm so glad I had that opportunity. Yes. But I wouldn't trade where I'm at now for, for that again. Yeah, and even just to explore like different classes. I, I love the academic side of things. Um, maybe Nerd. I'm the only one in the room. <laughs> <laughs> no, legitimately. Like if, you're, if you saw the, the class schedule and you said, you know, something, psychology or a medical class, biology, whatever, yeah. you could take it. And it would cost you money, of course. But... You know, we had some freedom to be able that's to take really that, true. to take a chance. Yeah. Like that's why I fell in love with the psychology side of things yeah, and did my true. minor in that because I took one class. And so um, I don't know if they're the best, uh, just because I haven't lived my whole life. Most yet. interesting, probably. Yeah, formative. Yeah, for sure. And free. That's a really hard question because I have so much life. You're welcome. I love giving you hard questions. And then one last kind of hard question, maybe. Any advice for upcoming freshmen? Don't look at girls or boys. Just if they're of the opposite gender, don't stay look away. At all. Don't look. Like, just pretend they don't exist. Just Since we're deprivated 5,000. <laughs> just pretend they don't exist, at least for the first, like, six months. Like, figure you out. Will, don't yes. you have a girlfriend? Figure you out. <laughs> I-, I waited six months. You got to wait for six months. Figure, figure you out first. You figure, figure you out. Two you out. So you figured yourself out. Yes, that, I no, myself out. He's so right, though. Like, literally, like, it is the it's the time in your life where you can focus on you and who you're gonna be and what you're gonna do. Piper, don't you have a boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> High school relationship that carried over? Question mark. Yes, but it was a bit easier for me to focus on me because yeah. we had long distance or whatever. So, like, yeah, definitely, just like try to figure out you. Like, learn who you are. And I'm not saying don't look at boys or girls. I mean, probably smart, but like, don't look. <laughs> it's probably smart, but honestly, like. Just take the time to, like, get to know yourself and, like, meet new people. Like, you're never going to be around as many new people as you are. And there's so many opportunities to to love on them and just show them, like, a light, the light of Jesus. And so, like, we have you have a big opportunity going into college. Go to random things. Yes. I don't care what they are. <laughs> like, yeah, like it can good. be weird. Go to random things. You never know when, A, you'll enjoy it, or, B, you'll meet cool new people. And just meet people. Be yeah. willing to meet people. Yes. yes. Yeah. Be so open. Like, to meeting people that aren't like you and, like, that don't look like you or talk like you or whatever. Like, I get, like, if you're, like, socially anxious or whatever, but odds are you might find another socially anxious person there. So, like, y'all might click. You never know. Make friends in the most random places. You really do. And it's so fun. Love it. Don't, don't you feel like you know more about college now? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Um, but, hey, how would y'all like to be back on for episode number 71? A year from now, talk about your experiences a year later. I'm in. I'm down. Sweet. How to survive your sophomore <laughs> year. Yeah. How to survive your sophomore year. So I love it. So we need to read our reviews from the Apple Store. So we're going to give y'all the opportunity to read them for us. Out so loud. let's get Pfeiffer to read the one by a certain Dylan B. 47. Okay. And then I want Will to read Cody's number one fan. And I did get a request on this one to read it verbatim, word for word, okay. with as much information so yours as is possible. The, the middle one. The, the really small one? Yeah, you have to read everything about it. Like Will the, gets to read more words than me? Yeah. Okay. So the title of it and everything. I'm okay. illiterate. Yes, five stars by Dylan B. 47 Dylan says, fantastic, period. Would give six out of five stars, comma, if possible, period. Incredible, period. <laughs> Wonderful, is period. Perfect. Majestic, period. Wow, period. Beautiful. And that is Ken from Blue. Dylan Bledsoe, who was on the podcast. We don't oh, know Dylan, if that was Dylan Bledsoe. It could be that's Dylan, Dylan B. That's true. Dylan B. It's true. We don't know. It may not be. Dylan B. Loving your podcast. I know. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, Will, here is our uh, other fan yeah. review. This, this is also anonymous for sure. This is Cody's number one fan. I have no clue who that could be. It's not my wife's boy. It's his mom. Um, <laughs> here, here we go. I'm going to give you how it how it sounds to me. What can I say about the Culture Shock podcast? It is awesome. Love getting to hear about the latest in culture, and it can be shocking at times. I never miss an episode. Well, that's the end of the review. Thanks to whoever left that. So, moving on in today's episode, we have a big announcement. We would like to officially invite Sam Philiber to join us as full-time host at the Culture Shock podcast. 
Hmm, I wonder who this was written by. You might hear us mention Sam from time to time, and he's been a guest on a couple of episodes. We feel it's only right for him to be an addition to the team, and we could not be more excited. As a token of our appreciation for Sam joining us, we are going to buy him the new Xbox console when it comes out in 2020. Congrats, Sam, and welcome to the podcast. Man, that was something. End review. End review. That was fantastic. That was, I was the inflection was really good. Well, I think Thank I'm gonna you. we're gonna get you to read all of the reviews. Pfeiffer did good, but you did great. Pfeiffer, you did wonderful. Don't <laughs> listen to him. Don't listen to I, Howard. I've read everything about the podcast, the punctuation. It's true. Everything. She did read it with the punctuation. You said yeah, it's you been hate on Pfeiffer Day. It has. It's it been hate on Pfeiffer Day. It's because you're leaving. It she left Aww. us early. She, she did. All right. So before we close out today. We have the question that I ask Cody every single week that we're going to ask to you as well. I'll pose it to Cody. He'll bring it to you. Cody? Yes. What's your binging? Well. Oh, I forgot. This week and a few weeks before, Sarah and I have been binging baby books. Why have you been binging baby books, Cody? No reason. Oh, cool. (laughs) (laughs) No. uh, Yeah. My wife is now uh, 14 weeks, I think. 13, 14 weeks pregnant. (laughs) You knew that, right? Yeah, you knew that, Piper. I knew it. <laughs> I it's so. still so exciting. It it's so exciting. <laughs> yes. So Little Cody. We'll be binging that. Little yeah. Cody won't get The years to come. We're going to have an episode coming out soon called Dad Pod. Um, so just be waiting for it. It's whenever I'll just be giving Dad, or Cody, Dad advice the whole time. I love that. Yeah. Yay. So be waiting for Dad Pod up in your ears <laughs> soon. Yeah. Anyway. That's pretty much what I've been binging. Um, other than that, Big it. Brother. Yeah. Love so, it. Boom. Always. Period. Period. End of sentence. Period. Will. Period. What's your binging? All right, so I'm going to take the music approach. I've got two fours here. First, what I'm going to hit off on is John Bellion. Big binger of John Bellion. I know Cody's hating on his new stuff. I get it. I understand the old stuff is a little better. Fantastic. But... For those of us who might not be as experienced in years and have been around for his music as long as they have, you have to go back and listen to his old stuff. It's fantastic. Two, you got to hit up Quinn. Quinn is good whenever. If you can make it to a live concert, he's fantastic. You've seen him live? I've seen him live in Atlanta. Whoa. It was in a smaller venue, too. I forgot what it was called, but it was like a small little theater area. It wasn't even really a concert stage, so we're kind of like right up close and personal with him. I just saw a picture of him, and that is not how I viewed him in no, my mind. No, it's not. That is so not how I um, viewed him. Oh, whoa. He is, he is, uh, he looks like an IT programmer. He is, he's, <laughs> he's, he's Caucasian dad bod. Yes. He really is. Yes. But his music's really his good. His music is good. I like him. Yeah. God gave him things. Talent was one of them. Looks was not. Pfeiffer, what you been binging? Uh, I love this question. <laughs> so. <laughs> I've been preparing for this for my whole life. My whole life. Um, Okay. TV show. I just last week finished New Girl. Ooh, and like everything I, that's out right now. What? Like yeah. everything that's out. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's all. Really it's good. all done. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's all like done. they had their like finale. Yeah. Oh. New Girl's over, and that. it's so sad. And I was so sad when I finished it, but I loved it. It was hilarious. Great show. It was one of those where you could just like kind of half pay attention to yeah. it. You know, that's a good one. Can't get on board with that show. We, <laughs> we watched it a little bit in Utah together. It is so funny. It's funny. It's fun. Also, y'all are going to hate me for this, but my music binge, everybody's going to hate me for this, is the Jonas Brothers, the new Jonas Brothers album. I'm going to hate you for that. I don't, you wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) I knew Will Ferrell would do me. I got no hate on that. Okay, but like. But their old stuff is better. Their old stuff is, their old stuff (laughs) um, If you were fortunate to be my age when they were, you know, younger. Um, <laughs> you could have had, you could have had t-shirts and all the good stuff. The Did merch. you ever go to? Wait, you're going to a Jonas Brothers concert? Yes. soon, right? Did yes. you ever go to one? Is like a like twenty? No. Oh man! And like. Did you? <laughs> yeah, did you? Uh. <laughs> I mean, like it was the dream, but it, it never really happened. Um, but love their new stuff too. Like it's it's mature. It's, it's more mature. 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 So what's it like to be a Joe Bro fan knowing that you can't marry any of them now? How's that? It's honestly heartbreaking. <laughs> it's honestly heartbreaking. Like That's I really sad. Wow. I really yeah. did think I was gonna marry Nick Jonas like probably for about three years. But have you seen the meme that was going around? It was like this girl wearing like the like two thousand like two thousand nine outfit. Like, it's like a 12-year-old, and it's like, this is the outfit that I really thought Nick Jonas was going to see me yeah, in. Yeah, like, <laughs> Want to marry me. Yes, oh, yes. No. Um, 
Not true. Your, what was your go-to Nick Jonas outfit? What did What did you have planned in your mind? How did How did you see this fantasy going? It's down? getting weird quick. Okay. <laughs> no. Well, I was wearing this green shirt, and it had rows of smiley faces on it. They were all different colors. Like Fantastic. there was like pink sparkles. You're making this up. I'm not. No, this is <laughs> so real. Not kidding you. Also, um, to go with that, I had this brown skirt that had um, polka dots on it. So that's the outfit I'll be wearing with some like platform like mm. Mary Janes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know what Mary Janes are. That's not pictured that going. Well, you know. All right. Oh, Pfeiffer. Tyler. Yes. What you binging? Oh, I'm glad you asked. So, Cody, <coughs> you got me on the Battlefront Two bandwagon, Uh-oh. right? I'm playing it a little bit. It's it's super fun. It's really fun. Did they, you play the story any? I haven't played the story any, but the multiplayer. I've been playing Capital Supremacy, and like Supremacy. Be- isn't that what it is? It Supremacy. is. It's just weird. Supremacy, right? Oh, sorry. It's so it's so good. It's so beautiful. Being a droidica and being like a B2 super battle droid, so good. But doesn't that make sense to you, Mary Pfeiffer? I have not been present in this And then two other things. Um, Oosh, right over the head. Have y'all ever watched Yes Theory on YouTube? You Talked about it last week. Yeah. Neither of y'all? Nope. Never seen it. Check it out. All right. Go watch it. Amazing. Would and I actually enjoy it? Yes. I think you really would. Okay, okay. Go check them well, out. I really cool, guys. You would love it. Okay. Mm. And then lastly, tonight is the beginning of the Bachelorette finale. <gasps> so, Pfeiffer, what else are you binging? Uh, <laughs> the Bachelorette! I'm so excited. Spoiler alert. I'm so, no, don't you dare. I would probably that literally would curl terrible. up on the ground and cry. Um, Luke I'm, comes back and steals the show. Tyler C. Honestly, honestly, okay, if Tyler C. wins, I'll literally I'll just cry my eyes out because I love him and it's going to be amazing. If Luke P. comes back on the show, I'm turning it off. And um, if Jed wins, I will not be happy because Jed is a snake. I agree with all that. Peter the Pilot's kind of irrelevant. Like, I don't think he's going to win. I think Jed's going to win. Peter hate. I'm not hating on Peter. Like, I love Peter. I just do not think that he is ready to get married. I don't know anyone other than Luke and Hannah. If you as a listener want our wives to come on the Culture Truck Podcast and have a Bachelorette deep dive episode... Please don't. Let us know. No, first off, please don't. We will Tyler could honestly participate, though. If you give us like any kind of feedback on Instagram or on a review, we will do it. I, but I'm if, not on this episode. I'm just saying, <laughs> okay. if they give us this feedback. Okay. Or uh, just Tyler giving his review. Yeah. I think that will work. I, just, I would love to Just me that. sitting in front of the mic. Yeah, you just talking, like, recapping the entire season. Ooh, okay. I, think I actually love... Five for you going to come so back for that excited. episode? Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited about oh, it's tonight. It's not far. It's not far. It's not Very far good. at all. <laughs> 45 minutes. Well, hey, I think that's all the time we have for you this week on the Culture Shock Podcast. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank you.